This Bee Podcast Network show is presented by IXL, loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers. IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K through 12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. I have personally used IXL with students to support them in math, and I love that it focused on the skills that students needed and could help differentiate learning for them. I was also able to look at the data and use that information to inform my instruction. Do you want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com B. That's IXL.com B-E. Welcome to the Teacher Burnout Podcast, where we explore the challenges of burnout for teachers and share practical strategies to support teacher well-being. I'm your host, Barb Flowers. If you're a teacher looking for ways to prevent burnout or an educational leader searching for strategies to support your team, this podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Hey everyone, I'm so excited to tell you about my new course, The Summer Reset. This will be coming out on June 12th. And this course is going to be so great for helping you to reflect on the school year and look at what caused your burnout and exhaustion and come up with a plan to help nurture your self-care and resilience so that this does not happen next school year. Because burnout doesn't go away on its own. We need to self-reflect and work on ourselves so that we are in a better state of mind to start the new school year. So this course will do just that for you. So I hope you check it out. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Teacher Burnout Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the topic of being critical of yourself. So self-criticism. And I want you to think about during this episode is, are you critical of yourself and in what areas? I think I see a lot of teachers and educators who are so critical of themselves about um, their own jobs of being a teacher and lessons that they did. A lot of times when I ask teachers, how did you think the lesson went after an evaluation? They'll say, oh, it went terrible. And they'll pick apart everything that went wrong with the lesson. And I think that's just a common go-to for people is we're really critical of ourselves. And so today I want to talk about that and give you some tips to help with being self-critical and how we can kind of reflect on that and change that thinking. So I'm going to give you an example to start of one thing that I'm I'm aware that I'm very self-critical about and I'm working on constantly, but it's the balance between being a principal and a working mom and being a mom to two little kids. So I always have these negative thoughts about, am I putting my job first? Am I giving enough time and attention to my kids? And I think a lot of parents, um, if you have kids, have this thought because it's hard. It is not easy to work all day and come home and take care of kids. I'm very tired after work, especially in education. You're with kids all day and then you come home to kids. And I want to give my own personal kids the best version of myself, but I'm tired at the end of the day. And so sometimes that can be really challenging and I can be self-critical if I don't feel like we're doing enough fun things or if I'm not spending enough time with them in the way that I expected or wanted to. And um, also as being an elementary teacher, when I taught first grade, I remember thinking when I have kids, I can't wait because um, when I get home from work, we're going to read and we're going to do math and I'm going (laughs) to do all this stuff with them to, you know, advance their skills. 
And I don't do any of that as much as I would like to because I'm tired at night. Now I understand why it is so hard for parents to read at night with their kids and things like that because we're tired. It's not always easy. And so this is something that I'm constantly working through and am self-critical, but trying to change my mindset and my thoughts about. So I'm going to use that example throughout the um, episode today and just wanted to give you an example that I deal with. And one thing I want you to remember as we talk about this is we're talking about being self-critical and the relationship you have with yourself is the most important relationship you can have. When we're self-critical, we're hurting that relationship. It messes with our own self-esteem and our self-worth. And remember that if you have a friend and you're critical of that friend, they're not going to want to be your friend anymore. And so when we're so self-critical, we're hurting that relationship and our relationship forms the foundation for all other relationships and experiences in our lives, our relationship with ourself. So I want you to think about that as you criticize yourself um, and the things that you say to yourself that you're hurting the most important relationship that you have that forms the foundation for all other relationships. Um, And being self-critical can be a challenging habit to break. But we can break this pattern and with a lot of practice and thought work. And I just want to remind you, anything with thought work, it doesn't happen overnight. It's It takes a lot of time, a lot of reminding and coaching in your brain. But you can learn to be kinder and more compassionate towards yourself. So I'm going to go ahead and dive into those strategies that may help you become less self-critical. So the first thing I want you to think about is recognizing the pattern. So Begin by becoming aware of your self-critical thoughts and situations that trigger them. So notice when you start to have that negative self-talk and the impact it has on your emotions and self-esteem. So just like I said in my example, you know, I know that my parenting and the balance of being a principal is a trigger for me. So I have to be aware. If I have an after-school event and it's cutting into time with my kids, I need to be aware of that and schedule another time with my kids that I can do something else or try to be home before bedtime so that I can see them and um, you know, read a story and do all the bedtime routines with them. So I try to be really aware that that's an area for me that I struggle with. And then I ask myself some questions to kind of reflect on. What triggers my self-critical thoughts? And are there specific situations, circumstances, or people that tend to amplify my self-criticism? And one thing I can say that amplifies it is social media. You know, I see parents doing all these fun things and maybe even stay-at-home moms who get to come in and do different things with their kids. And I know that that amplifies my self-criticism. So I need to be aware of that and know that that can be a trigger for me. The next one is to challenge your thoughts. So when you catch yourself engaging in self-critical thinking, challenge those thoughts. Ask yourself if there's evidence to support your self-criticism or are you being really harsh on yourself? Consider different perspectives and viewpoints on the situation. So asking yourself, are my self-critical thoughts based on facts and evidence or are they distorted by negative biases and perceptions? So for me, thinking about my kids, You know, am I really not spending enough time with them or spending too much time on work? Or am I um, just putting all of that in my head? Is that something that I'm building up because I see those specific situations that trigger me to think that? And it's not necessarily based on facts. The next tip is to practice self-compassion. 
So treat yourself with the same kindness and understanding you would offer to a friend. So, um, you know, talking to yourself just like you would talk to a friend. Acknowledge everyone makes mistakes. Everyone faces challenges. Nobody's perfect. So practice having self-compassion for yourself like you would a friend. And, you know, question to think about, would I talk to a friend the way I'm talking to myself? So when I talk, and I actually do talk to a friend about, you know, my own thoughts about parenting and balancing work. And of course, she's not like, you're a terrible parent. You shouldn't do that. She's reassuring me that I'm doing great things as a parent. And I need to get better at having that self-compassion and do that myself. You know, thinking of all the positive things that I'm doing as a parent, which goes into my next tip, which is focus on your strengths. Shift your attention away from your perceived weaknesses to your strengths and accomplishments. Make a list of your positive qualities, achievements, and talents, and celebrate those successes. So think about, am I focusing more on my weaknesses than my strengths? And I think a lot of times we do this, just like I gave the example that I asked teachers how a lesson went, and they start to tell me all the things that went wrong with the lesson, instead of all the things that went right, and maybe one thing went wrong. So We need to focus on our own strengths instead of just looking at the weaknesses first. My next tip is to set realistic expectations. So be mindful of if you're setting overly high or unrealistic expectations for yourself. And just remember that perfection is not obtainable and mistakes happen. We're human. So set achievable goals and give yourself credit for your efforts regardless of the outcome. So Questions to ask yourself and reflect on. Am I setting on realistic or excessively high expectations for myself? And are these expectations achievable and fair or do they set me up for self-criticism? So going back to my example with my kids and working full time, you know, am I being unrealistic that I want to do all these things? Just like when I said I wanted to read with them and work on math every night and do, you know, lots of time for learning and building up their skills that's not realistic. By the time we do sports and they go to bed early and I'm tired and they're tired, it's just not going to happen. And so if I set up unrealistic expectations, of course, I'm going to feel bad because we can't achieve those expectations. So being realistic of what can I do in an evening and, you know, what can be done. The next one, the next tip I have is to practice gratitude Having a sense of gratitude for just all the positive aspects of your life and regularly taking time to reflect on things that you appreciate and progress you've made. Having a focus of gratitude helps you shift from self-criticism to self-acceptance. So thinking about what am I grateful for? What are all the things going well in my life? What am I so happy that I have? And having a heart of gratitude makes it harder to think negatively. There's so much research out there, and I've heard so much about just the importance of practicing gratitude. The more you practice gratitude, the harder it is to think negatively because you're so grateful for all the positive things in your life. So the practice of gratitude can help in so many areas. So I really encourage you to think about, um, you know, five things you're grateful for, especially in that area that you have a hard time that you're self-critical about. So for me, it could be, you know, what am I grateful for with my job and being a mom? Um, thinking about those things. If if you're criticizing yourself about a lesson, like what are you grateful for that went well? So even thinking about it in those terms. And then 
Another tip is to surround yourself with positive influences. So surround yourself with people that are supportive and uplifting to you. Avoid toxic relationships and environments that foster self-criticism. So if you have somebody criticizing you, of course, you're going to have more self-criticism. So seek out people and friends who lift you up and aren't criticizing you. Just like I said, I call a friend, you know, to talk to her about how I'm criticizing myself and she reassures me and helps me look at myself in a different way that I need to have more self-compassion. So find those people that lift you up instead of criticize you and bring you down. So ask yourself, do the people around you make you feel self-critical or do they foster a positive sense of yourself? And my last tip is to seek professional help if needed. So if you try some of these tips and they're not working and self-criticism is so deeply ingrained in you and it's affecting your well-being, your self-esteem, your self-worth, consider getting help from a counselor. Counseling is a great thing. I've used it for times in my life that I've needed it and it is wonderful. And so one of the benefits of being in education is we have good health insurance. So use your health insurance and see a counselor if needed. Because having self-criticism all the time is really going to affect your self-worth. It's going to make you more negative. It's just, it's such, it, it's going to just overall mess with the quality of your life. You want to have that positive mindset, the positive thinking. And if you're constantly criticizing yourself, you're not going to be able to do that. So I just want you to remember, though, that breaking the habit of self-criticism, it takes time and effort. It's not going to happen overnight. Anything that has to do with thought work takes a lot of time. And I do this through, you know, journaling, positive affirmations, um, really thinking about what is going on and where the self-criticism is coming coming from. So be patient with yourself and practice self-compassion. Just remember, getting rid of self-criticism is a journey. It doesn't happen overnight. So I wanted to end the episode with four positive affirmations for self-criticism. So positive affirmations are really good. They're something you can journal on. They're something you can write out. You could say in the morning um, just to help yourself on a certain topic. So these positive affirmations have to do with self-criticism. So the first one is, I am worthy of love and acceptance just as I am. I am worthy of love and acceptance just as I am. The second one is I choose to focus on my strengths and celebrate my accomplishments. I choose to focus on my strengths and celebrate my accomplishments. The third one, I choose to let go of self-judgment and embrace self-acceptance. So I choose to let go of self-judgment and embrace self-acceptance. And the fourth one, I'm allowed to make mistakes and learn from them without judgment. I am allowed to make mistakes and learn from them without judgment. And if you really start to say these positive affirmations and believe them, this can make a huge difference on your self-critical thoughts. So I hope you found this episode helpful for today. Helpful today. Thank you for tuning into the Teacher Burnout Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Beating Educator Burnout and please subscribe to this podcast and stay tuned for the next episode. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase achievement for all student populations, reliably meet tier one standards? 
You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com forward slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.